From Accelerate, this is Restore Your Power to Succeed, a podcast to help restoration professionals succeed both personally and in business. I'm Rachel Stewart. I spent 12 years in the industry growing a restoration company from $1.5 million to over $20 million in annual revenue before founding Accelerate, an industry job management system to help contractors be successful by addressing the technology gaps that I faced every day. This podcast is dedicated to teaching everything I and other top performers in the industry have learned. From leadership and personal growth to industry-specific pain points, this podcast is for everyone. So let's get started as we restore your power to succeed. Welcome to episode 12 of Restore Your Power to Succeed. I'm really excited about this episode because I love to introduce the world to members of the Accelerate team. At Accelerate, we have a wealth of restoration knowledge and experience from past positions, and so it's really great to be able to bring that expertise to the industry and share what we've learned over the years. In an earlier episode, we had a conversation about capacity between myself and Nathan Link, and today we're going to talk about remote estimating and some tips and tricks about setting that up in your company. If that's something your company has been considering, then this episode's going to have a lot of value to you. As technology improves, it is opening up a lot of opportunities to gather the field documentation and have somebody else compiling that whether internally or even outsourcing to another company altogether. There are a lot of advantages to be gained in terms of efficiency, speed, standardization, and the customer experience. And we are going to cover all of that today. As I mentioned, I get the pleasure of introducing you to Anthony Kelly Glasso. Anthony's role at Accelerate is customer success. He trains on board troubleshoots and provides ongoing support to Accelerate customers as they transition into the system. What makes him so effective at his job is the years he spent in the industry. He worked for a large restoration company where he was both a technical trainer and senior coordinator. He spent years ensuring standardization in the collection of field documentation to improve estimating documentation and the billing process. He has remote estimated probably hundreds, if not thousands of claims, and has seen this done well and also done really poorly. He knows the pitfalls that a company can run into and how to streamline the process. What's so amazing about Anthony is how process-driven he is and how he solves problems. In addition, he's an amazing husband and father. He is very clear about the life he wants to create and the impact he wants to have on his circle of influence. And as the customers that work with him can attest, he merges competence with a great human touch. So thank you so much, Anthony, for joining us today as we discuss the top five reasons to explore remote estimating in your company and how to go about making this process successful. Welcome. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for the introduction and thank you very much for having me. Awesome. So Anthony, can you kind of introduce the listeners to yourself and share really quick about your career? Yes, I'm I'm coming up on about six years in the restoration industry, um, almost a year here at Accelerate. And before that, about five years working for a contractor that specialized primarily in residential mitigation work uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Awesome. So what was your day to day? What did it look like? The majority of my time I spent in administration for the company. Um, about a year of my time was physically at the company location, 
Um, I worked with our technicians, and more importantly, I was focused on how to handle our TPA workflow compliance. So we did do a lot of program work with our residential customers. And my goal was to figure out how to comply with those programs and get our company paid as quickly as possible. Um, I did that again for about a year from, from the office, and then I did actually move to remote work for that company. And I spent about four years working from home, traveling the United States, and uh, doing my work from afar. And primarily, I was at that point working on uh, estimating for the company. Okay, so you have firsthand experience that it does work, that it can happen. I do. And remote estimators can be very effective. Yeah, I think specialization is vital uh, for a contractor. At your company, if you have people that are very, very good at selling or very, very good at estimating, I think you should fine-tune what it is that they're producing and have them doing that as much as possible. So I, I found myself spending a lot of time on water mitigation estimates and some remediation estimates because um, that's what I was, I was good at. I had a very keen eye uh, on water mitigation estimates, knowing what the common billable items were for different kinds of water mitigation jobs. And so that's what I found myself a specializing for the company. And again, a lot of that time was remote and it was successful work. Yeah, and I think that's really key. What you said is that the job position that we typically in restoration call estimating entails so much and they're very different skill sets. So it ranges from being very detail oriented and being very process driven and being data centric in the way that you have to estimate in order to stay profitable and do a complete scope. And then on the other end is that sales cycle and being able to create rapport with customers in, you know, be able to sell the company. And in between all of that is the negotiation with the insurance carrier. And, you and so like all of those things could be very different skill sets. You may find that it's very difficult to find somebody that can do all three of it really well. And if you find somebody like that, they're probably a unicorn. And, right. you know, being able to replicate that as you scale is probably not the best business plan, I think. Yeah. And in, in this day, this day and age, you, I find that, that that communication you're streamlining with either your customer or that insurance agent or that insurance adjuster, much of that can be done from anywhere because we're spending time um, either on video calls or on phone calls email, um, communicating with those parties. Yeah. So if you can really figure out what an employee's skill set is, where their, what their superpower is and get them spending 90% of their time doing that and find somebody else that's really great at the other pieces of the process, I think you can have a lot of success. So, um, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the five top reasons to explore remote estimating and so, Anthony, go ahead and take it away. Give us our number one. Yeah, number one, uh, it frees up time for your staff to be negotiating and selling. We talked about specialization. If you have a set of employees um, and you have people wearing multiple hats, you really want your salespeople sell. And if you could remove some of that responsibility from one of your employees, move it over to a desk estimator position, you could let that person who spends their time in the field um, better selling the the work that your company is producing. And what that's going to do for you is it's going to, one, increase leads. It's a big piece of the business. The more leads you have, the more chances you have at attaining additional work. And it will also, as you have specialization across the board of your company, it's going to improve rapport and communication 
Yeah, I think that's really important because how many times have we run into a scenario where our estimators are out writing and they're spending all this time writing or whatever, and then they don't have the amount of time necessary to follow up and close that deal. And you end up with a lot of jobs that get rejected or your close ratio starts dropping just because your estimator is so busy writing estimates. So really being able to free them up to go out and actually sell the project and land it and make sure that that revenue is recognized in your company is a big bonus. Exactly. Number two, it requires better field documentation. So as you streamline um, your process and have desk estimators at your company, um, those desk estimators then can analyze the documentation coming from the field, identify patterns in that documentation, also tendencies, compile all that data, and then implement training and and then produce some improvements for the company. Another way to do this would be to introduce something like Matterport, improve the technology you're utilizing in the field. You also could implement some on-site video calls between, say, your field supervisor and your desk estimator. Results here, you'll see a decrease for settling claims and insurance approvals. We want to shorten the amount of time the insurance company is identifying whether or not the work you've done has been approved and paying you. I also think you'll see improvement in that final packet you're sending to your customer when your job is complete in their home. Yeah, and I think this is going to be the process that's the most difficult to get right in your company, and you're going to have to spend some time reworking it and adjusting it. This is the step sometimes where people give up. They say, oh, well, we tried remote estimating and it didn't work. And usually the reason why it didn't work, there was not standardization in the field documentation coming from the field. So then the remote estimator who's never been on on the job site is having to guess or you know, do a lot of follow-up. They're trying to call whoever was on site on the job a million times and Mm -hmm. it's just not efficient or effective. And then people just go, oh, it doesn't work and give up. So this is, is the one that really requires some discipline and having structure and workflows. And if you're struggling to figure this out, then I think Accelerate could do a lot to help you structure how those workflows go, and how you standardize that documentation process. My name is Kevin Hussey. My company is United Fire and Water Damage. We're out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I've been in business since 1999. Prior to coming on board with Accelerate, we were using a platform, uh, an application that was not specific to restoration didn't have uh, many of the the tools that we need that are specific to the industry. And we were at a point in our company where we needed a tool that was a little more robust. That was Kevin Hussey with United Fire & Water, based out of Louisiana. You may be working through similar operational challenges with your own restoration business. Maybe a lack of documentation in the field, the inability to track time for crews, overly complicated job management systems, or something entirely different. You can overcome any business challenges that you face. You can grow a profitable restoration business, and you can do all of that with Accelerate Restoration Software. So we made the move over to Accelerate, and and we really have seen some benefit from having those specific things within Accelerate, like KPIs, like uh, time tracking for estimate submission and our guys checking in at a, at a job site. So we know the cost of, of our labor per job. 
Accelerate just really has a lot more in the way of, of tools that are specific to our industry. And I, I think overall, the, the, the reception to the technology in the field has been great by, by our staff. Accelerate is helping restorers like Kevin and United Fire and Water to restore their power to succeed through a more intuitive user experience, through innovative restoration technology specifically designed for our industry, and through results that just speak for themselves. You've got technicians in the field that are performing water damage restoration services, and, and that picture has to be painted to the estimator, has to be painted for our administrative people who submit the billing, who ultimately have to demonstrate to the carrier, this is what we did for this project. We have to be able to, to show them specifically what we did and justify what we did in order to be able to, to get paid. And that's what Accelerate really done a great job for us with, is, is painting that picture for the carrier so that we can, we can justify what we've done and get paid as a company. Restore your power to succeed in restoration with Accelerate Restoration Software. Click the link in the show notes to request a demo today. For number three, uh, I came up with the ability to effectively audit. Now, any of the work we're producing um, in this industry, we want to do it right the first time. And that is, the I think, the one of the number one um, reasons a company is successful is that what they do, they do right. But if, if at times you do need to audit your work, having desk estimators can easily uh, provide you that, that access to secondary estimate reviews from, say, from a second desk estimator. And you may want to set some parameters. Maybe you, you only ever perform audits when estimates are over a certain total. Maybe it's over $20,000, um, some kind of number in that ballpark. And what you may see in results then would be estimators that are sharing their ideas with each other, which lead to improvements among your team and an increase in overall estimator knowledgeability. I think um, having, if you're going to have more than one desk estimator, you want them teaching each other, showing each other the way to improve what it is they're writing um, for your, your mitigation or your remediation or other traits for your field work. Um, and I also think it's, it's very likely you're going to then see an increase in your overall gross profit percentage, which is, yeah. which is ideal. That's one of the main goals of trying to do this process is just to increase profitability and efficiency. And I think something that's also really helpful, make sure you're getting feedback from who's closing the deal with the with the homeowner or the client. So make sure that they're also giving feedback and keeping that continual training and auditing process going across the board, not just between two desk estimators, but those who are actually in the nitty gritty. Yes, in my time at that contractor in the Pacific Northwest, we noticed a trend, particularly with category three water mitigation jobs, where we weren't seeing the the gross profit percentage we were expecting. It wasn't close to our goal. And so we decided to implement some secondary reviews to those estimates that needed that category three um, application. And we did find that in time, those reviews were providing an overall increase in estimating quality. But in addition to that, also, our estimators were becoming more capable when writing Category 3 estimates. Overall, it was a, it was a great improvement, but that pattern first had to be identified. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, what's your number four? I want to talk about efficiency gains. 
Um, we need to remove our estimators from the field. And once we do that, we can uh, streamline insurance communication. So you have your desk estimator. They're, they're no longer in the field. They're no longer driving from one job site to another. They're no longer getting um, that windshield time. And instead, they're spending their time focused on their relationships with those parties at play. So they're talking to those insurance adjusters, their agents, um, any of those parties that are required to build a strong relationship to um, streamline communications for your jobs. And I think overall, you'll see, um, again, a reduce in time that may be wasted in the field for someone who doesn't need to be out in the field, moving from job site to job site. And in addition to that, when you talk about settling claims, uh, getting insurance approvals, the time it takes to get paid, we're going to see an overall uh, time and process decrease there too. Yeah. I mean, one thing that we saw was a huge decrease in the amount of windshield time that was required by our estimators that freed them up to be doing a lot of other things and, and selling. Now, I will say that selling is might be trickier for some of those estimators who are used to that in-person face-to-face. I think COVID has done a lot to make people more comfortable with getting on a remote call and jumping through an estimate, especially if you have something like a Matterport and you can walk through the loft and talk them through that and the estimate. It can be super effective. Still figuring out how to build that rapport without having to spend so much time in your truck. Yeah, I think as you, we talked about specialization, as you specialize and you have your people who work in the field, working in the field and your people who work at a computer in the office or remotely um, on that side of, of the project, you're going to run into a little bit of siloing. And it's important to that, I think, pick up on some additional um, training and and processes to ensure that your people are still talking to each other and that rapport is there. Yeah, very good point. Um, And that's always something that we struggled with, especially uh, because we didn't have a project manager that followed a a project all the way from beginning through the end. You had your water department and then it would transfer over to reconstruction. So trying to break down those barriers, get rid of those silos and have it be a very seamless and smooth process for not only the homeowner, but internally is really important. Yeah, very important. Okay, number five. Number five, a quicker turnaround on estimates and billing. So all that time we've talked about estimators uh, working from their desk and not uh, driving around in the field, they can then use that extra time to produce both a greater quantity of estimates and increase their overall billing rate. Uh, We're focused on taking a job that's completed and getting it invoiced as quickly as possible. And then from a job being invoiced to being paid as quickly as possible, we want that cash coming into our company. Um, I think that uh, with your desk estimators, having that extra time, that turnaround is going to improve greatly. And you're going to see an overall uh, improvement to total final invoice time and um, an increase in in the time it takes to get paid, both from insurance companies and from your self-pay customers and your commercial customers. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that makes an estimator's, a standard estimator's job so inefficient is all of the interruptions they have in a day, right? So they go out to a loss and they scope it and they start writing their estimate. And then in the meantime, a customer calls and asks a question and they get interrupted. And then when they hang up from that, a uh, adjuster calls on a different claim and they've been trying to get a hold of them for two weeks. And so they take that call and then they get back to their estimate. And that process is just really disjointed. It's not smooth. And it may end up taking an estimator three days to finish 
an estimate. Whereas this process, you can get estimates out the door within 24 hours of being on site, sometimes a lot faster than that. And it just streamlines that piece of it. And, and especially when they can ensure that all of the documentation is just on point, that just speeds up that um, negotiating and billing process so much. Yeah, Rachel, great points. In my experience, similar to what you just said, working remote as a desk estimator, I experienced very little interruptions. The communication that I did receive generally was to the point and very, very specific to what it is I was doing. Uh, eliminating those distractions, eliminating those interruptions is huge for that focus time to write the best possible estimate uh, for the, the work being produced in the field. Yep. So those are our top five tips in being able to do this well and to scale it. I know that there are a lot of restoration companies that are doing this very successfully. And I also know that um, setting it up and getting it rolling can be time intensive and it can be a little bit challenging. Is there anything else that you want to add, Anthony, or you think that would be important as people kind of approach this method? I think it's important to be open to change. If there's something your your colleagues in the industry, whether they're local or they're more national, are doing and they've uh, experienced success, um, try something new out. If you've never had a remote desk estimator, uh, give it give it a whirl. See if it's something that works for your company. Um, you don't always have to stick to something that you've changed. You could test it out. Maybe a trial period is 12 months. See if it helps free up time for your, your traditional estimators. Maybe they are better salespeople. Maybe they're better project managers. Maybe they're better field supervisors. See if that helps free up time for them to do what they do best and, um, and give your, your, your business a chance to excel um, using, using desk estimators as a part of your business model. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you just said was really key. It's just it's give it a trial period, give it 12 months. And then if you're running into issues, try to identify what those issues are. Is it resistance? Do you have employees that are just resistant to the process? So they want that whole process to fail. And if that's the case, then maybe you need to kind of look at culture. And But I, th I do think that really jumping in and, and giving it a go is a worthwhile endeavor and will increase profitability over the long run. And no, no process is perfect. No structure is perfect. There's always a way to make an improvement. And if you've, if you've not tried out the, a desk estimator position or remote estimator before, now may be the time. A desk estimator essentially experiences what a desk adjuster experiences. So if you're a desk estimator, um, 2,000 miles away, can't piece together the story of the work from beginning to end um, on that job site, you're probably going to run into that desk adjuster, also not be able to piece things together and not wanting to pay your company for the work you produced. So you want to make sure that if you have that, that desk estimator um, on staff, that what they're receiving is what they need to build a proper estimate for, for that work. That's such a great point. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree with that more. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. I loved having you on. The tips that you gave and some of your experience that you shared will really help people as they explore rolling this out in their individual companies. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us as we restore your power to succeed.